We continue our offseason position preview, taking a look at the Broncos' offensive guard position, players that can play both on the interior center guard and also guard tackle. We break them down here on today's episode, Locked on Broncos. I'm Cody Work, host of the show, director of video content of Pro Football Network, and Broncos ends for the Locked on NFL Network. Let's get into the action on today's episode, Locked on Broncos. <laughs> The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the Locked On Broncos Podcast, hosted by Cody Rourke, your daily Broncos podcast. Getting into the Broncos offensive guard conversation, taking a look at some additions, subtractions this offseason. I think for the Broncos, too, for the most part, The interior guard play for the team last year was really just impacted, I think, due to injury. And I know towards the end of the season, Dalton Reisner was dealing with an ankle injury. But outside of that, the guard position for the Broncos and Pat Shermer's offense in general, I think, struggled due to Lloyd Cushenberry's struggles as a rookie center. That's been widely noted. Being able to see guys come late, that was something that the Broncos could not pick up on. You know, anytime, and I think this is where teams really started to play the Broncos uniquely. Often at times, if I'm looking as the quarterback, if I'm Drew Locke and I'm in the shotgun and I'm looking at my left guard and that's Dalton Reisner, often at times Dalton Reisner would have a three tech on him or sometimes there would be a four eye, a, a defensive end that was lined up on the inside shoulder of Garrett Bowles. And so for a guy like Dalton Reisner, the one tech is on the opposite side. That's where Graham Glasgow was going to be close to his area and obviously on Lloyd Cushenberry's right shoulder. So for him, he's not going to be focused too much. If I'm Dalton Reisner, I'm not focused on what the one tech is on the other side by the other guard is that's not my responsibility. My nearest threat is going to be on this four eye or this three tech that's on my side. So for Dalton Reisner, he absolutely had to focus on stepping down and taking on that three tech, either in a one-on-one having some help from Garrett Bowles. But really if Garrett Bowles was going to help on the three tech with Dalton Reisner's side, it depended a lot on if there was an outside backer or a wide technique to the outside of him because Garrett Bowles in those situations, he's in a one-on-one. Now, if he's split to the outside, there's going to be a time where he's going to chip down on the three tech, and then he's going to attack focus on the wide technique there. That's Garrett Bowles. We'll get to the tackle play on tomorrow's episode, Lockdown Broncos, talking about who Denver has there. But for the guard position, I felt like Dalton Reisner in his rookie season was strongly suited to play the impactful role. He could dominate guys in a one-on-one. He also had great help from the tackle in times in three techs because that's the blocking scheme that the Broncos do employ. Now the issue in 2020 was often at times Reisner would be focused on a three tech and all of a sudden an inside linebacker would come in. Now, ideally, if there's a one tech on Lloyd Cushenberry's right side shoulder, so if it's on the inside or the outside shoulder of his right side, he's helping there with Graham Glasgow, one 1001 Cushenberry has to step back to pick up the inside backer, or at least he has to pick up one of those shoulders, right? Because if the inside backer is going to blitz, if, if I'm Cushenberry and I'm attacking right here, I see that linebacker. I'm not, I'm not turned or committed. I'm tacking here. That linebacker's coming down. I'm stepping up. I'm attacking one of those shoulders and I'm calling help, help, help. Because then Dalton Reiser is going to see that he's going to chip off on the inside and take away the nearest threat because you always want to protect inside out on the offensive line. The inside guys have the fastest trek to the quarterback You have to protect inside out first. So that's an area of the Broncos offensive line. I felt like absolutely has to improve here in 2021. 
that's going to be a really big focus based on the engrainment of players in the playbook. Now, let's take a look at some key additions. When I look at the Broncos rostered offensive guard right now, they have some undrafted rookie free agent guys, Nolan Laufenberg coming out of Air Force, so it's kind of suited to be in a blocking style of offense, specifically what you see Air Force run. They they love to be able to just pound the rock, and so for him, he is a six foot three, three hundred and twelve pound guard. He can move quickly, which I think is a benefit for him. So he's one of those key additions. Not sure if there's going to be anything really that's going to keep him on the roster unless he has a really impressive training camp. I just don't see him sticking on. We'll get to our roster projections a little bit later on the show. But outside of that, the Broncos offensive line, they've never really added anybody to the guard position besides Laufenberg and also Quinn Miners, who was drafted in the third round out of Wisconsin Whitewater. Now there's going to be competition there at this center position. We've talked about that with Lloyd Cushingberry and Quinn Miners. Miners is also going to be one of those backup options at the guard position. Even if he's the backup center, he's going to be a backup guard. And so for Austin Schlotman, who's on the roster entering his third season, I really feel like this kind of puts the writing on the wall for him that he has to have a really great camp. The Broncos like Schlotman. And look, there's things about Schlotman that I like because I saw him improve from 2019 to 2020. However, you want to see him get a little bit faster, especially on pulling plays and tight down the line of scrimmage. That was an area I felt like Schlotman really hurt the Broncos in the run game down the stretch towards the end of the season as Glasgow dealt with some of his injuries. So really not too many additions or subtractions on the Broncos offensive line this offseason there, specifically at the guard position. But I do believe that the contributions, especially of Natani Muti, Reisner healthy, Graham Glasgow healthy, Denver's going to be pretty solidified up on that front. But we'll get into the roster projections coming up here in just a moment, Broncos country. But before we do that, I have to tell you about one of the sponsors of today's episode of the show, that is our good friends over there, betonline.ag. And betonline.ag is your fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. You get all the latest news, odds, and information for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or your mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the action as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Getting into highlighting each player on the Broncos offensive line in terms of the guard play, talking a little bit more about Graham Glasgow. And I think the objective for him this upcoming season is really to stay healthy. He dealt with a shin injury, a quad injury, and also an ankle injury last season. Now, for the most part of his career, he's been very durable. He's been an Ironman. He hasn't really dealt with many injuries. So last year, for Graham Glasgow was a first, but he does have this mean side to him that I think is super effective. Now, last year in 2020, when he was healthy for the Broncos, the Broncos could do a variety of different things. Now, there were times where they would crash Lloyd Cushenberry down and they would pull Glasgow from the right side to the left. And Denver had some success running to the left side of the field. When Glasgow got injured, the Broncos didn't have too much success running the football to the left. And then I think that as you get in more ingrained in the film and you get more ingrained in the playbook for the quarterbacks, I think we really saw the Broncos offense open things up specifically against the Miami Dolphins, who had one of the best defenses in the NFL coming into that matchup at that time. We saw Graham Glasgow crash down. We'd see the Broncos pull Lloyd Cushingberry to the outside. We 
we'd see them pull Garrett Bowles from the left tackle all the way to the right side. Denver has to get more creative with that. But people don't realize how important guard play is in the National Football League. You have to have good guard play in order to be able to run the football. And if you have inconsistencies in terms of your guard play, you're going to have inconsistencies in your running game because often at times, I don't know if you've ever heard me talk about this here on Lockdown Broncos before, but inside linebackers, they're reading the key of the guard every single play. The guard is going to tell them whether it's a run play or it's a pass play, and it's also going to tell them where the run play is going. That's why as an offensive lineman, as a guard, you have to be able to get to the next level quickly because if it is a run and you're trying to double team initially, let's say you have a three tech on you or you have a two eye, you're going to double te- you're going to double team on the two eye and you're going to get up to that play side linebacker because the play's coming to the outside. You want to be able to seal that linebacker off from having a clear path to track down the running back on any kind of outside runs. I went back on Broncos film last year in 2020, and so many of the Broncos runs to the outside, minus a couple of games, they got tracked to the backside because the guard wasn't getting there quick enough. And obviously, I think a lot of that is equated to Graham Glasgow not being healthy. When your ankle is bothering you, and specifically against that Kansas City Chiefs team on Sunday Night Football, it really bothered him trying to get to that next level. I think Graham Glasgow has a lot of potential to be even better in 2021 for the Broncos And he hasn't really had a chance to prove that just yet. But when he was on the field for them last year, Denver was so much better as an offensive unit. So Graham's going to be a very key piece to the Broncos offensive line this upcoming season, specifically on the interior at that right guard position. Now let's get to Nolan Laufenberg a little bit. Now, outside of that, in terms of highlighting him, I mean, his size at six foot three, 312 pounds, he can move for that type of size. You know, he's not necessarily the tallest. Now, that's me saying that six foot three is not tall. It's actually pretty damn tall for the most part. But when we're talking about an offensive line, you know, the average time they have six foot five, six foot six guys, six foot three is a little bit of a difference maker there. But for him, he's able to be effective on pull plays. And I think in the NFL preseason and specifically in training camp, we're going to see him get a chance to really maybe open up the run game for the Broncos, maybe as a depth option. Because, look, you you come into every season with solidified depth as is. I think when we look at the Broncos' depth, Natani Muti is obviously the backup to Graham Glasgow. We see that there. There's value, and we all want to see Natani Muti play at some point. But you also have to have other depth options there. And you can never have enough offensive linemen because in the NFL, the offensive line gets ingrained in trench warfare, and you could simply have your foot, your toe stepped on. You could have a broken toe. That can affect you. Uh, the offensive line is dirty in nature, not in a sense of just play, but just like it, it's so much chaos inside the trenches. You get rolled up on easily. I mean, that's it. it I, I, I'm glad I never played offensive line in my life because those guys have to be the toughest SOBs on the planet, and usually they are for the Broncos. So Mike Munchak and Chris Cooper, they have a really good unit right now in terms of overall depth. However, I don't think you can keep everybody. But then again, you can't have enough depth, especially on the interior position. Guys that can play both inside, outside. Natani Muti, let's get to him, though. Tell you what, coming into his second season out of Fresno State, he is a mauler. What we saw in limited action last year for the Broncos was something that had me super excited about Natani Muti and maybe his future because maybe he doesn't have to play right away, right? And I think that was the initial thought process. But there's also the analogy where you want to play your best players. Well, when you look at him being the backup to Graham Glasgow, Glasgow's contract ensures that he's going to be guaranteed 2021 at the least. Now, depending on how this season goes, the Broncos, they have an easy out after the 2021 season with Glasgow's contract if, in fact, they want to do that. I don't think that if he plays well that they're going to part ways with him. I think that they're going to keep him. He's obviously still very young, 28 years of age in the NFL, entering his sixth season. You have to factor in that. So for Natani Muti, it might be good to learn even a little bit more, have another year to learn Mike Munchak's system. And obviously the Broncos offense will be the same in 2021 in terms of terminology. So it gets guys more comfortable. 
Now, my worry is if the Broncos offense struggles, Pat Shermer gets fired, you're going to have to learn a new offensive system. Now, you're also going to have to combine the offensive system with Coach Munchak's blocking scheme as is, which there's easy relationships there in order to how to build that. But I just, you know, I, I don't know if that's the trajectory that's going to get Natani Muti on the field. I think that the Broncos need to absolutely find a way. And this may sound unorthodox because you don't see it too often in the NFL or in any sport in general, even at the college level. But even finding a, a package to get Muti in, if you really want to run the ball, you want to get Natani Muti in because he's going to get next level quick. He's going to bury guys. But then again, from a coordinator standpoint, if I'm looking at it as a DC, I'm saying, okay, hey, anytime number 52 comes in the game, I know exactly what they're doing. They're running the football. And so I'm going to figure out where's the tendency. Is he pulling from the right side to the left? Is he pulling right to get right to the outside? That's what I'm looking at if I'm a defensive coordinator. So I don't think you can actually do an offensive line package like that. Maybe you could sprinkle it in, but it's going to be something that, that creates a tendency that, that people pick up on very quickly. Dalton Reisner entering his third season in the NFL out of K-State. I think there's a lot of expectations for him. Six foot five, 312 pounds, can move. And I think that he's also getting to the point now where we're going to see him play a lot meaner. Not to say he didn't do that his rookie season, but I think in 2020, the issue that we saw with Dalton Reisner was so much overcompensating for the struggles of Lloyd Cushenberry. It gave people the optics or the impression that Dalton Reisner was having a bad season. I don't think that he was having a bad season. I think that because the Broncos offense was so young at specifically the center position where it's so critical, you have a player that can communicate quickly. And I think that there was a lack of communication by the Broncos in the interior of the offensive line. And that trickled out to the outside. Garrett Bowles had a great year, but when we look at the Broncos O-line on the interior, there were some miscommunication errors. And that's why the Broncos would commonly go backwards on first or second down. And you can't have that. And there were times where, uh, Lloyd Cushyberry is getting pushed into the lap of Drew Locker, whoever the quarterback was at the time. And you can't simply have that. So a lot, I think, of the guard play this year is going to really ride on whether or not Lloyd Cushenberry takes the next step, gets stronger, or if it's Quinn Miners. Speaking of that, let's talk about Quinn Miners. Still hasn't signed his rookie contract just yet, but he's been at camp. He's been very involved. And obviously, he's going to be a big focal point of training camp because he's going to be engaged in that competition with Lloyd Cushenberry. He does have the ability to play guard, though. So he is one of those options. If worse comes to worse, if there's injuries that impact either of the Broncos starters with Reisner or Glasgow. You have Muti there, obviously, for Glasgow. But I think you're also going to see Quinn Miners maybe being the backup option behind Dalton Reisner. And that leads us to Austin Schlotman, who, in my opinion right now, feels like the odd man out when you factor in the Broncos having so many guys at guard and center. Schlotman can play guard and center, but the Broncos already have a backup center. Actually, two right now because you have Lloyd Cushenberry, Quinn Miners, and you also have Patrick Morris. So I think that when you look at the writing on the wall right now for Schlotman, it seems like he might be the odd man out in that position room unless he has a really great preseason, which I think can solidify his chances of making the active roster. Regardless, I think that one of these offensive linemen will end up on the practice squad, whether it be Nolan Laufenberg or whether it be Schlotman. I mean, that it's just hard when you have depth there. But it's a good problem to have if you're the Broncos because I think we've all had the conversation, what happens if this guy gets injured on the interior? I think Denver has really good depth with Natani Muti right now. I think Schlotman has really proved to fill in and contribute in a big way when needed. Now, not necessarily the biggest impact player for you, but he's going to do the job that is asked of him. It may not be to the standard we see with guys like Graham Glasgow or Reisner in terms of their productivity, but he does a serviceable job there. So that is the Broncos overview at the offensive guard position. Now we're going to talk about who we see making the roster and maybe what role they're going to play in 2021. But before we do that, folks, 
I have to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode of the show. That's a good friends over there at Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. You know me. My favorite flavor is peanut butter brownie. And Built Bar has nine amazing flavors, including the occasional limited time offer on a month to month basis. I love Built Bar because the bars, they are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and they're easy to chew. My secret formula, put a Built Bar in the fridge or the freezer for an hour and then take a little bit of a bite to it. It's still soft and easy to chew and it tastes even better. It's like a frozen dessert. And another reason I love Built Bar, not only because of the great taste, but because it's healthy. They contain 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories and only four grams of sugar, folks. And you need to get your hands on a box of Built Bar today. But go to BuiltBar.com. When you select a box, will there be a mixed bar or a specific flavor? And you go to checkout, make sure you write in promo code LOCK15, and you're going to get 15% off your next order. Once again, that's promo code LOCK15. That'll get you 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Getting into our production and roster projection piece here for the Broncos offensive guards. We touched on it a little bit in the last segment here, but I think that it's important to note the starters. I don't think this is up for debate here. Graham Glasgow at right guard. You're going to have Dalton Reisner at the left guard position. We know the backup to Graham Glasgow is going to be Natani Muti. Muti could play either left guard or right guard, so he also has more value to the Broncos right now based on the ability to be able to play both sides of the ball which also brings us, I think, when we get to our tackle conversation on tomorrow's episode of the show, we're going to talk about Calvin Anderson, his ability to play both right tackle and left tackle, and also some of the interior positions as well. It gives him value to the Broncos. And I think that's something that's very often overlooked. A lot of times people look at, okay, this player plays this one position, that's it. I think if you have the versatility to play either side, it gives you more value to an NFL team versus guys, maybe even star players, who can play both of those positions. Because oftentimes, as we see in the NFL, when you get down to a contract year and you cost a lot, if you're a younger guy that can play both, the team is going to go with the younger guy that can play both left tackle, left guard, or right guard or right tackle. They're going to roll with that player. So Natani Muti, I think, is in a very valuable position for the Broncos right now. Based on projection, he's going to make the roster. I think really it's up in the air right now because I think you look at Austin Schlotman and Nolan Laufenberg. I think that those two will battle it out. I think Schlotman... Despite the fact that he appears like the odd man out when you talk about depth guys in terms of being backups, I think he's got a better chance than Laufenberg right now, unless Laufenberg really has a great offseason training camp and preseason action. He's going to get three preseason games to work with the offensive line to, to turn heads. And, you know, I think coming off as an undrafted rookie free agent, everything, all eyes are on you in a sense of how you perform. The odds to make in the NFL are very, very low. Now, if you have a chance and the Broncos, for some reason, always find every year an undrafted rookie free agent that comes in and makes an impact right away, that could be game-changing. But I think the odds right now are stacked against Laufenberg. So we'll see how things play out there. He's He wears number 69, so be sure to watch him in preseason action. The Broncos, it's just crazy to think that we're just about a month away from preseason games happening for this Denver Broncos football team. It's been forever. We're getting one step closer to Broncos country. We're going to have you covered here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. So a look at Laufenberg there, Schlotman. I think you have to factor in Schlotman's experience already in the Broncos offense, knowing Pat Shermer's offense. I think that gives him an advantage in a potential competition with Laufenberg. Offenberg. Uh, but like I said, it's really hard to see them keeping maybe five guards, especially if you can stash a guy away on the practice squad. So I think based on if Laufenberg plays really well and maybe he's not going to make the active roster, but maybe gets cut, the Broncos bring him back for the practice squad and then they can designate him as a protected status. But the Broncos, they're rolling deep this upcoming season with the prime focus being on Dalton Reisner and Graham Glasgow. Natani Muti being one of those players that's waiting in the wings 
And I think that we're going to see Natani Muti at some point. He's going to be this year. Obviously, if there's an injury, yes. But we had this discussion a couple of weeks ago here on the show, and I think that the real dilemma is how long do you wait to play Natani Muti? If I'm the coaching staff, if he's just absolutely mauling dudes, especially in the preseason, he may have a chance to work his way up and maybe contend against Graham Glasgow. Do the Broncos bite the bullet on cap space? I mean, these are all different scenarios, very unlikely scenarios, might I add, that are going to happen. But let's say that Graham Glasgow, when the Broncos play in preseason, let's say he struggles, Muti's playing great, you have the second most available salary cap space in the NFL. Do you take the dead cap that maybe would come with Graham Glasgow? And then do you start Natani Muti? There are a lot of things I'm thinking about in my head that probably won't come to fruition. And I think the ideal hope for Broncos fans, Graham Glasgow stays healthy, plays phenomenal. And that value that the Broncos did in terms of bringing him in in free agency two years ago, I think that pays off for them. You want to see it pay off. You never want to look back and say, hey, that was a terrible signing. I don't even think Graham Glasgow's on the cusp of being considered a bad signing for the Broncos. Last year, just dealt with some bad injury luck and obstacles, as Vic Fangio pointed to, but he's healthy. He's fully healthy right now. He's in a really good space. So we're watching Graham Glasgow. We're watching Dalton Reisner because the guard position this upcoming year, my friends, I think that when we all talk about it, we think about right tackle being a question mark. I think that the Broncos are going to run the ball effectively and be successful as an offense. A lot of it's going to predicate not just off the quarterback position, but the interior guard play is going to be a big driving force to that. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comment section down below here on the YouTube channel. Well, Broncos country, that will conclude today's episode of the show. We'll be back tomorrow. We're talking about the offensive tackles for the Broncos. Left tackle is really solidified, but right tackle, there's a big question mark, and we need to talk about the depth, and we're going to talk about the projections and the roster production from that position on tomorrow's episode of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, hit that subscribe button. Interact with me in the comment section down below, and don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button on your favorite audio podcasting platform. Lockdown Broncos, you get it every single day, except for this week. We are three episodes this week. We're three episodes next week, and then we will return to a full-on five-day slate, Monday through Friday, for the remainder of the entire year, all the way into next year. Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos coverage here on the Lockdown NFL Network. I'm Cody Ward, host of the show. We'll see you tomorrow.